Research, Action and Art. Ethnography in front of the door and in the world. African electronics represents, you know, medicinal healing. It represents technology. To explain the people that they are the one who can decide about their feet. Ten students from the University of Cologne leave the lecture hall. They meet people and learn about their worlds. Ten students, ten experiences, ten stories. Body Bridges by Lucia Lehmann. Hello. Hello. During my fieldwork, I am participating in an intercultural performance project called Tell Me. My name is Lucia. I'm from the University of Cologne. I had, uh, or I still have, a seminar there, uh, which is called Art Action Research, and I got the big opportunity to find a project to do a little research. So I'm the little researcher <laughs> here too, and also I'm a participant. It is funded by two dance choreographers, Andreolis from Cologne, Germany, and Kefauiro from Nairobi, Kenya. Yes, and uh, what Andre and Kefa did was to try and connect two continents together. And by way of doing that is sharing stories. Tell me. During the project, four artists from Europe are going to travel to Tanzania and meet eight artists from Africa there. Together they are supposed to create performances using their personal living environment as an inspiration. So for me, the project is about sharing and to um, give something from your personal life, what you bring from from your home or from your country, and to share it with, with someone else. It's to have contact, to see how cultures are different and how we can match the cultures to be together. How can it work? It's like to experience new life to other side, like. I am in Tanzania, so my culture is different from other cultures. So when we get in contact, we interact, we learn something new. And also, we learn how people, they live in the difference. I think uh, art has to open hearts. In our current uh, political uh, dispensations, especially around Africa, you need at one point to be radical. You need to, you need to speak out. Yeah, that's the start of Tammy. <laughs> Rachel, but I have a different for the cousin. You get a for the bishop when you take it here, Emirates. Now, like, yeah, there 
On the flight from Cologne to Dar es Salaam, my thoughts revolve around the upcoming encounter. Tanzania. Many associations are rushing through my head, although I have never been there. How will people receive us? Looking at our past, they don't have much reason to welcome us with open arms. Tanzania has been a so-called German colony only 100 years ago. Or at least the Germans tried to make it their colony. Violation, arrogance, murder. You see still the same stones where the slavery was happening. Not even a stone got destroyed. So for me, as a feeling, I want to take a hammer and just destroy it, just to transform it. And then it's still not denying. I don't deny it because I just want first saying like kind of no, you know? And so, and, and, and it was the relationship I had to the place with ha which has such a, a history and such a past. This history, it is a weight on your shoulder. It is a shadow following you. Your skin color marks the difference. A difference which was created by our ancestors, but still affects our everyday life. Like if I see myself as a privileged European woman or person, um, or represent white people, I had like something against myself. Arriving in Tanzania feels unreal. The light, the sound, the smell. The body has traveled far and the mind has to keep up. <laughs> Good morning! <laughs> On our very first day in Bagamoyo, a small town near the capital, we are walking together to the art space Sisi Majitu. There we are going to meet the other participants from Tanzania. It is a sunny day. We are passing some houses. Groups of children are greeting us from far and happily laughing when we are greeting back. Suddenly we hear music. It is getting louder. Clearly coming from our destination, a tiny house with only one big room inside. We are entering the room and the encounter begins. After our first training is done, Andre and Kefa 
are giving us the first task. We get divided into groups. The Tanzanian participants are supposed to show us around and take us to their favorite personal places. And for example, for your family, how is it if you bring someone unknown, some stranger to your home? Mm, no, it's not strange because in Africa, we say that uh, even if you didn't give them information, I'm coming with this, with this. When you get your host, they are happy for everything. Then you introduce, this is my friend and so on. So that we, we live very familiar. I am going with Imelda and John to Imelda's family. After a short time, we are reaching her home. Women are sitting together in front of a house on a picnic blanket. Little children playing and some chicken are running around. They are welcoming us happily. Karibu sana, says Imelda's mother. Suddenly, one of them is running inside the house, nervously looking for something. One second later, she comes back with a chair, offering me to sit on it. I am explaining to John, who's perfect in English, that I would rather like to sit with them on the floor. He translates in Kiswahili and everyone acts really surprised. On the second day, I hurt my foot. I am forced to watch the training from then on. So I take some time in the morning to write down my experiences. Later, I am walking on my own to the art space. A girl passes my way. She is very beautiful. I am smiling at her and expecting the welcoming warm attitude I have witnessed from the people here so far. But she doesn't smile back. She looks at me cool, almost disdainfully. Something in her look hurts me and makes me feel really bad, really strange and really white. A lot of white people are coming here, mm -hmm. are tourists. So tourists, it's not easy to, to interact yeah. with the people. Yeah. So they found that in the big hotels, yeah. Yeah, drinking or going to the beach and to the hotel again. Okay, okay. So they think that it can't be possible. Now reasonable and 
it's not even able to to say sorry for that, you know. Um, and I think somehow if you feel um, responsible for it, it's too heavy. So it's a heavy responsibility, which I don't have. But I do feel I have what is kind of the strategy some, somehow. And I, I have the feeling that's why many people from Europe are also afraid to enter and to enter to to enter the African world because this is like a confrontation of this past and if you want or not we do have the past and we right now we profit from all of this because it's the base of it So there I am, sitting on the floor, watching the others doing exercise. Thinking about how unfair, unchangeable and ungraspable history is. And how much I would like to be just me, without any skin, hair or eye color. How are we even able to meet with all these challenges to face? Training goes on and suddenly it hits me. Something is happening in this room and I can clearly see and feel it. The participants are communicating in a way where there is no spoken language needed. The given task was to move around in groups of three. One is leading the group, the others two are following, imitating his moves. The person leading the group is improvising. Through the improvisation, 
Everyone is activating his very personal repertory. The others who are imitating are peeling out their costume and are slipping into the other's skin. This moment is a turning point for me. We are struggling and worrying so much about intercultural communication that we sometimes get unable to see the wood for the trees. I think the body has a lot to offer in case of we feel our emotion. We even speak our emotion through our body if we want or not. Because our body language is anyway so strong that in an unconscious level you already um, using your body to communicate. So it's kind of a tool to co communicate. And communicating as a tool is the goal connection, to understand. So in this case, the body were even much more important because on a mind level, the language part were a barrier. We kind of get forced to use the body more. So it's kind of helping and having a different communication and then the funny part is get sometimes even more honest because there is a lot of unconscious emotion or emotion behind of the movement what has a lot of honesty and authenticity inside and that can be just the warm up when you just like having the muscles and you do some exercise where have a specific not even having the goal of communicating you're already communicating in a different way. And um, yeah, so I think it's a beautiful and important tool to use in this kind of um, coming together. Whether you come from north, south, east or west, there's something every human being has to communicate. A body. I mm. felt all the time also somehow different maybe the only moment when I really felt connected and the same when we're dancing why I spontaneously say for me more easy is moving yeah. in my creative process because sometimes you can destroy a flow when yeah. you talk. Yeah. They are very helpful in communication. You can help somebody with the moving also the way of uh, communication. I really feel like it's a bridge, you yes, know, yeah. like... Yeah, you are yeah. familiar with it. Yes. With each other, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, mm. no end. That's it. <laughs> This field work has told me many stories. Difference has a lot to offer. It evokes movement.
Listen to Body Bridges by Lucia Lehmann. A project of the University of Cologne developed from a seminar Ethnography in Front of the Door and in the World by the Department of Cultural and Social Anthropology and the Department of Middle Eastern and Southeast Asian Studies. <laughs>